The following information and opinions expressed by the host or guest during this program do not represent MKS Broadcasting Incorporated, its employees, or its advertisers. The Richard Case and Radio Network is brought to you by the Jolly Cone in Van Buren, Missouri, since 1953. Home of the world-famous Jolly Burger. More burgers, hot dogs, shakes, malts, sodas, sides. And I will be telling you about them in just a few minutes. It's the Jolly Cone and Van Buren bringing you the Richard Case and Radio Network right here on the Parkland's Freedom Leader, AM 1240 KFMO. There is a new champion of talk radio, and you are listening to it. A lot of great hosts out there, but even they will only go so far. They don't go all the way, because that would be playing rough. But I'll play rough. Play as rough as you want to get. That's why they've tossed me the ball, because they know that I'm going to rush it into the end zone. There's a sports reference for you. For the big play, that's why I am the gold standard. The greatest radio personality on this entire planet. Your charming and delightful host. For the next two hours right here on the Richard Kaysen Radio Network, 573-431-1000. That is a telephone number. You can dial that from anywhere in the United States, possibly beyond. You know how cell phones are. I don't think roaming is an issue anymore. 573-431-1000. Richard Kaysen at yahoo.com. That's the email. Find me all over socialist media, including Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, YouTube. Go on Facebook Watch if you want to see RCTV. That's the shortened video version of this show. That official Richard Case and Radio Network merchandise that's virtually flying off the virtual shelves right now, virtually. T-shirts, mugs, masks, more, richardcaseandonline.com. And join the Dollar Club for just a dollar a month. Go back to the beginning. Catch all the past shows. Never miss the latest one at patreon.com slash richardcason and sign up for the Dollar Club. So this week, in an act of political retaliation, Rudy Giuliani's home and office was illegally raided by the FBI going to be sharing a clinical paper on the so-called COVID vaccine. I've been somewhat suspicious of this thing from the beginning. Here we have a doctor who's written a paper on it. Plus, you know, I pay so little attention to the news anymore. I do about three days out of the week because that's all my temper will allow. Just enough to prepare for this show and then at the end of it be disgusted at everything I've shared with you. And then I got to take four days off. And then I go back and look at the news. So I didn't know Biden was doing a joint address to Congress. It's not technically a state of the union because why he's only been the president, quote unquote, for 100 days. So how would he know what the state of the union is? Well, I can tell you what the state of the union is. It sucks. 
<laughs> it really, I mean, that, that's just the long and the short of it. And it's not because of uh, America as, as it was founded. It's not because of the Constitution or any. It sucks because our leadership sucks because the Democrat Party sucks. No apologies there. And all the members of it, too, just to make sure we cover all those bases. And, of course, uh, the latest, g- get this, the latest on how one way or the other Derek Chauvin was going to get it without lubrication of any kind. And you will be as shocked. If, if, if you are an American, you will be as shocked as I was at the news concerning the Derek Chauvin trial. A lot of stuff to get to, but before I get to it, we might as well just try to get what laughs we can out of this show right at the very beginning now young jared and i have worked together for a few weeks now um for a while he was keeping track of ums like that but in addition to things like that i know that sometimes when he's seen me get passionate about an issue and you've heard me get passionate about an issue so i am not a stutterer per se i don't have an issue with public speaking or opening up myself to a a public crowd to speak for it. So whenever like that, that you just heard right there, that's me simply a little bit passionate about an issue and knowing that I'm on the radio. So I want to just choose my words a little more carefully. So that tends to be how I sound on the air. So uh, while not a stutterer per se, I do understand that sometimes I may have sounded a little excited, a little sputtery, like a broken record. You know, I was trying to think of a reference that Jared would know, but I'm not sure if he's ever used a record player before. He's nodding his head yes. So I understand that sometimes I may have a little bit of difficulty making a point, but it's only because I want to make sure that I get it right, that I don't say something totally inappropriate, but I've never been as bad as this. Joey Biden's crisis was stuttering. He came of age in a, another time in which people disorders or disabilities or setbacks when the common come on sound it out description was I'm going to get all the stuttering people mad at me, too. Fuck up. <laughs> Deal with it. So much of who he is comes back to that. That people are ready to make fun of him. Yeah. That people will laugh. Yeah. Bullied, harassed, ridiculed. Biden would stand in front Sounds of Sounds like a pigeon. Bedroom <laughs> mirror. Holding a flashlight to his face. Joey Biden found another way to fight back. Politics. In the crisis of stuttering, a life method. Persevere. Foreign medical research to conquer, to conquer devastating diseases like cancer. Not the end in, in, themselves, in, in themselves. UAW took incredible cuts in their future. Extredible. People would say. Oh, Biden's this is the best part. Listen to this. A stutter is among his most visible 
weaknesses. But it's also a source of his uh, strength. It's also... Stuttering man! The main source of his... Determination. <laughs> Determination. Oh. I know I'm an evil man. I, I can live with <laughs> Turn on that mic, Jared. Gosh dang it. I'm not necessarily gonna talk to you. I just want you to leave that mic open from now on in case I'm funny. In fact you can pot it down a little bit. Is it interfering with your hearing aids at all? Oh, okay. A little bit of feedback. He doesn't wear hearing aids. He wears headphones, though. But yeah, that uh, that floored me the first time because I was that was a twelve-minute long clip. I wanted to condense that down to what two minutes and uh, thirty-three seconds. And when he got to that part where he's like, not his weakness, but his strength. Sorry. What can I say? I uh, things things like that make me. I told you this at the very beginning. You know, I got a, I, my, I'm a little sick. The things, but see, this is what's really sick. You know, I I sit here, I make fun of stutters. Uh, I'm gonna slip up and say retard at some point. I know that. Um, but what's really sick is what's happening in Portland because I'm I'm just gonna read as it's. Here in the uh, New York Times, Mike Baker writing, after the protests, he means riots, have concluded. Sometimes in the early morning hours, Margaret Carter finds herself climbing into her gray Toyota Camry and cruising the streets of Portland so she can see the latest damage for herself. Carter, the, the, the latest damage for herself. Maybe, maybe that is the whole paragraph right there. After the protest, that's the first three words of this thing. The last, or the, that's the first three words. The last three words of this paragraph, damage for herself. Now, what sort of damage takes place during a protest? A peaceful protest where we're just showing up with our signs and candles and we've got this guy playing an out-of-tune Spanish guitar that he knows a couple of chords on, and he's going to lead us in a really lame sing-along, okay? That's a protest. It's not throwing a brick. It's not throwing a Molotov cocktail. It's not vandalism. It's not graffiti. It isn't arson. It isn't gang violence. It isn't everything that they put out on television as a peaceful protest. And the whole point of me bringing this up is after nearly a year, they'll call it unrest, they'll call it a protest, but they won't call it a riot. Everything but a riot. The circus came to town. Everything but a riot. Here's the headline. After nearly a year of unrest, <laughs> Portland leaders are pursuing a crackdown. Wow. It took these numbskulls a year to understand that, well, the violence is only getting worse. Uh, they seem to mean what they say when they say they're going to 
commit direct action that, based on the pattern so far, that seems to mean that they're going to set stuff on fire and uh, light gas stations on fire and throw a mailbox through a pawn shop window and everything else they do. And all of these things happen in Democrat-run cities. Fact. Name one Republican city where it's a Republican mayor or a Republican city council that's in charge where any of this crap is being tolerated for any longer than an hour. Name one. If you name one, 573-431-1000, you could be a big winner. Richard Kaysen here. I want to tell you about the Jolly Cone for a second. Now, they've already been open for a couple of months since mid to late March, I believe, but Memorial Day is just around the corner, and that means that the big season is going to start for the Jolly Cone. So what does that mean? Let me paint a scenario for you. Let me paint a word picture, if you will. When you finally get off Current River in Van Buren, Missouri, there's one place that everybody goes to because whether it's a burger or it's an ice cream, soda, maybe you want, they even have fried cauliflower. They've got all sorts of sides, all sorts of things to choose from. It's the Jolly Cone in Van Buren, Missouri. Since 1953, home of the world famous Jolly Burger. Don't dare call it a sloppy Joe. It's not a sloppy Joe. It's a seasoned loose meat sandwich. You can find that plus hot dogs, pizza pockets, Call ahead to avoid the wait, 323-4318. Take the second Van Buren exit going westbound on Highway 60. It'll be the first exit if you're eastbound. Since 1953, home of the world-famous Jolly Burger in Van Buren, Missouri, the Jolly Cone, I've been going there forever. Are you showing everybody that you are a supporter of the Richard Kaysen Radio Network? The easiest way to do that is to go to richardkaysenonline.com, pick up an official Richard Kaysen Radio Network t-shirt, mug, mobile device cover, mask, and more. That could mean anything. A beach towel, a canvas tote bag, just a, a plain old cardboard box with the Richard Kaysen Radio Network logo on it. Anything you want that uh, I can put our logo on, you will probably find it, richardcasenonline.com. It's the official home of me where you can get merchandise, see where I'll be appearing live at a venue near you, such as uh, Porky's Comedy Club, June 25th and 26th. So I won't be here this or that weekend, and I hear neither will young Jared. We all have plans that weekend, but we'll have something nice and prepared for you the weekend of June 25th. And 26. So check this out. Before I get into what I was going to tell you about, since I'm on the subject of comedy dates, I was contacted by a woman who runs a venue somewhere in Lake of the Ozarks. And she said, oh, yeah, stand-up comedy. That sounds like a real fun thing to do. Uh, what do you charge? So I sent her my rates and everything. And uh, she said, what days work for you? I, basically Wednesday through Saturday. Sunday is typically not the best comedy night because you're competing with – uh, talk radio and and church, things like, things like that. People are usually not in a comedy mood on a Sunday night, but we were tossing days back and forth. She was good with the money, good with hotel arrangements, all of that. And I, you know, made contact with her the other day to 
see where she was at. And she said, well, we're already booked for the season. I was like, what? And I wrote back to her, and I was like, interesting. And she writes back to me, oh, I didn't mean to, to write that, LOL. And then she sends me, which, by the way, I hate the big blue thumbs up. There's no bigger social media blow off than just. Eh. So I was like, OK, so then you're not booked for the season. She says, no, we are booked for the season. So I blocked her. I mean, what are you doing, woman? Make up your what are you doing? Something occurred to me as a lot of things do. Just usually first thing in the morning when my mind is freshest, but. With what happened with Rudy Giuliani a few days ago and the FBI raiding his home and office, it finally occurred to me what really all of this is. And, and this, this reveals the, frankly, the stupidity of the Republican Party because they think that this is just, like, here's Mitch McConnell, oh, I'm a politician, we're all just playing this political game, but... After session's over, we all go out and have a beer and uh, bloom an onion and uh, get together, and we're all really good pals. We just disagree philosophically on stuff. <sighs> no, Mitch. No. No. In reality, the Democrat Party is your sworn enemy because they don't look at it that way, not the way I just described in my ad hoc Mitch McConnell voice. The way the Democrats see this is, this is a war. The lesson that a lot of leftists learned from the 60s is that, for the most part, their violence doesn't work. Like when you had the days of rage after the Democrat convention in Chicago in the 60s, you had three days, what was called the days of rage, and that's when members of the Weather Underground, which was William Ayers and Bernadine Dorn and other prominent Chicago college students who came from affluence and wealth. Well, they, and see, this is what's so funny, these, these self-described socialists and, and liberals and hardcore communists, because they can afford to be. They can afford to cosplay commie. You know, you may like the fashions and just wearing olive drab everything, but living an olive drab life is something else entirely. So during the days of rage, it was basically three days of, hey, we're going to destroy Chicago. Broken windows, storefronts, fires, the whole bit. And then they escalated that to bombs, a couple of their members got killed during the making of one of their bombs. The whole reason I bring this up is because after they'd been on the run for several years, being pursued by the FBI as wanted domestic terrorists, President Carter pardoned them, so they were free and clear to come out of hiding, and they traded in their bombs for books. They realized that as passionate as they were about their kook freak leftist cause, that, well, maybe this blowing things up 
way isn't the best way to go about it. Maybe a more effective way to achieve more long-term results is to go ahead and get our teaching degrees, and then we'll go ahead and get our master's degrees and doctorates and so on. Then we'll go into education, and then we will just indoctrinate the multitudes of generations in leftism. And my generation was probably one of the first ones that started to really get a a dose of that. Classes in second grade like citizenship. I I would always miss one question on the citizenship test. And the question was, does violence solve conflict? I'm seven years old in second grade. They're asking me, does violence solve conflict? Yes, of course it does. Why do you think people do it? If you're a bully, and I'm being bullied by you, and I'm tired of it, and I punch you in the nose, and if that is a deterrent to you from bullying me, then violence certainly in that case worked. But no, we don't want to hear that, because that's violence, and violence in every individual case is bad. Makes me want to vomit. So, and... The whole reason I, I bring that up and the whole Democrat thing is, is, is to indoctrinate people for generations the way that they've done. And then they go into college and then they go into the private sector or they go into politics or even worse, they go into academia when they realize that they can't cut it in the real world. The real world is tough. It's real tough. I don't know who told these people it's going to be a breeze. It's a it's just a joyride the whole way. So strap in and have a snow cone, and we're going to go uphill and through a couple loop-de-loops. Who in the hell told them this? What the Republicans don't realize is that this whole thing and this raid on Giuliani is living proof of this and I'll explain more of this in a minute this whole political thing is a race of which party is going to declare the other party a terror group first it's Richard Kaysen and we're on 1240 KFMO every Sunday night at 9 but what if you miss something Maybe the entire first hour. Maybe the entire show. No worries. For one American dollar a month, you'll never miss the Richard Kaysen Radio Network again. Join the Dollar Club at patreon.com slash Richard Kaysen. Yeah, the first hour's free on Apple and Spotify. RichardKaysenOnline.com is the only online home for me. Links to listen live on KFMO. See where I'll be doing my next stand-up comedy show. Richard Kaysen merchandise, shirts, mugs, masks, yoga pants, towels, tote bags, and mobile device covers. If the Richard Kaysen Radio Network logo can be put onto something, chances are I got one for you at RichardKaysenOnline.com. If there was a Richard Kaysen Radio Network t-shirt, would you wear it? What about Richard Kaysen yoga pants? I even have a Richard Kaysen face mask. I'll sell anything. Doesn't mean I'm going to wear it. Well, maybe the yoga pants. 
Listen to the show drinking out of a Richard Kaysen Radio Network mug or catch some rays lying on that Richard Kaysen beach towel. And it's all at richardkaysenonline.com. If you missed the Richard Kaysen Radio Network last week, you missed out. Folks, the seltzer ain't selling. It's over with the seltzer. They can't give it away. Joe becomes the third stooge. He had it in his contract anyway that he didn't want to get hit so much. And if you watch any of those three stooges with Joe in them, not Curly Joe, mind you, but Joe, he's kind of the star, and Moe and Larry are playing sidekick to Joe. And I don't like The Richard Case and Radio Network, Sunday nights at 9 on the Parkland's Freedom Leader, AM 1240 KFMO. But that is what our Republican friends don't seem to understand, is that this is not just a political war in the minds of their political opponents, the Democrats. It's a war war, a a for really war with everything that comes with it. They've been they've been bracing for this and preparing for this for 50 years since the 60s and. Now they are dangerously close to getting their war. And in my mind, it, it really is just a it, it's down to the wire. Which party is going to declare the other party a terror group first? And right now it looks like it's going to be, at least from what I'm reading with this Giuliani stuff and the way they're pursuing, it all adds up. I mean, they're wanting to stack the Supreme Court. They're wanting D.C. to be a state. They stole the election. They used COVID as a way to keep you home, to scare you, to make you vote by mail so that they could use that as a cheating tactic. I mean, come on. Only the stupidest of the stupid at this point doesn't get that. Oh, speaking of which, turn your mic on for a second, Jared. That sounded terrible. You should always be careful of what you tell me because... uh, yeah, potted up, because just moments ago during a break, young Jared tells me that he, he not only has gotten the COVID vaccine shot, he's getting his second one. Mm-hmm. They can't hear you nod. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting the, the second one. You have to get two to be fully vaccinated. Ah, is that what they told you? Mm-hmm. Who's <laughs> at the, what, St. Francis County Health Center? No, uh, the, I believe it's called Parkland Health Center. Uh, the guy at the uh, what is it, room six at the Relax Inn, that's what, no. <laughs> now, you took the vaccine, you say your your arm hurt a little bit? Yeah, for like two days it hurt. That's where it starts. It's then going to move up the shoulder. No, I'm kidding. I hope <laughs> it doesn't do that. I, I mean, if if that is what makes you feel good, if, if you're going to feel safe for that, um that's fine. I, I hope there's no adverse side effects other than just, eh, I got stuck in the arm with a needle. But the problem is with this uh, vaccine is that in many cases, it's uh, in some cases leading to ALS, things like that. I'll be sharing that in just a minute. But the Giuliani thing. Here, here's the thing, okay? Thanks for participating, by the way. You, you can resume your regular duties of checking sports scores. Um, 
when Rudolph Giuliani's home and office got raided the other day, this was under the guise of Giuliani is a foreign agent working on behalf of the Russians and President Biden had to have this stopped because all Giuliani was trying to do was dig up dirt. No. Well, I'll just, let me just read from the Times here. This is from the New York Times, which, again, I don't know why this stuff requires seven to ten writers anymore. This byline by William K. Rashbaum, Ben Protests, not protest, but protests, uh, Maggie Haberman, and Ken Vogel, all right? Federal prosecutors Wednesday, that would have been a few days ago, seized cell phones and computers from Rudolph W. Giuliani, former mayor of New York City, who became President Trump's personal lawyer, stepping up a criminal investigation into Mr. Giuliani's dealings in Ukraine. Now, what were those dealings? They bury that in the story, but apparently he was offered some consulting work, which he apparently turned down. Those were the business dealings. Not, say, putting his unqualified son on a board for some energy firm over there in order to sell access to his dad, the vice president, or President Obama. Nothing like that. Just, hey, we would like you to consult on this, and he was, I don't think I will. But So this past Wednesday, FBI agents executed search warrants around 6 a.m. They always do this at 6 a.m., always early in the morning. I remember when Blagojevich got busted back in Illinois. They called him on the phone like 5.30 a.m. and said, Governor, this is the FBI. We have your place surrounded. You have 40 minutes to get dressed and come down. And they, they're early risers, those FBI agents. So they arrived at his apartment and his office, carting away electronic devices, which Giuliani confirmed in a statement. The execution of search warrants is an extraordinary action for prosecutors to take against a lawyer, let alone a lawyer for a former president. Well, not so extraordinary if they were directed by, say, stuttering Joe Biden to do it. It's also a remarkable moment for Mr. Giuliani's long arc as a public figure. As mayor, Mr. Giuliani won national recognition for steering New York through the dark days after the September 11th attacks. And earlier in his career, he was a U.S. attorney and all that. But then he aligned himself with Satan, Donald Trump. That's what they'd have you believe. Satan, Hitler, Pol Pot, and... Pierre Trudeau, all rolled into one guy. That's Trump. In recent years, however, Giuliani's image has been sullied by his effort to help Mr. Trump dig up dirt in Ukraine on President Biden's son. Now, what did I just say a minute ago? What's that dirt? The dirt is that Hunter Biden was put on the board of Burisma, which is this Ukrainian energy firm, getting 50, 60 grand a day, $800,000 a month, some weird astronomical figure to do nothing other than to get access to the vice president and the president. Is it illegal? Eh, it's getting pretty close. Depends on what the laws are, where, and who's following them when. 
is basically how that works. In his statement, Giuliani denied any wrongdoing and argued that the search warrants demonstrated a corrupt double standard on the part of the Justice Department, which he said had ignored blatant crimes by Democrats, including Hillary Clinton. What was her crime? She's got that illegal server in her utility closet in her house, which has all of these sleazy, underhanded, illegal stuff that her and Bill were involved in that no one was supposed to know about, that they didn't want any records on, and that's why they wiped the CPU, you know, with a cloth, like she said, trying to be funny. No, it was electronically wiped. You don't electronically wipe stuff if it's just some pictures you've taken of of the local landscape. You know, you're not deleting everything on a server if it's just some old crappy poems that you're embarrassed by now that you've read them on a sober day. All right? You wipe stuff when you're a crook, when you're Hillary Clinton, when you're Joe Biden. The the clip where he's talking about getting that prosecutor in where Ukraine fired. Why? Because he was interfering with some of their business, and he threatened the guy to fire this prosecutor, and I'm leaving in six hours if you don't fire him. You're not getting the money, and, well, you know the rest. Son of a bee! Next thing you know, he was fired. We'll be right back. It's Richard Kaysen, and we're on 1240 KFMO every Sunday night at 9. But what if you miss something? Maybe the entire first hour. Maybe the entire show. No worries. For one American dollar a month, you'll never miss the Richard Kaysen Radio Network again. Join the Dollar Club at patreon.com slash Richard Kaysen. Yeah, the first hour's free on Apple and Spotify. RichardKaysenOnline.com is the only online home for me. Links to listen live on KFMO. See where I'll be doing my next stand-up comedy show. Richard Kaysen merchandise, shirts, mugs, masks, yoga pants, towels, tote bags, and mobile device covers. If the Richard Kaysen Radio Network logo can be put onto something, chances are I got one for you at RichardKaysenOnline.com. Find me all over socialist media, fascist book. You can find me a couple of places there. Facebook.com slash the Richard Kaysen or go to Richard Kaysen comedy page. Find me on Instagram at Pictured Kaysen. LinkedIn. Well, you're just going to have to search for me there because those profile addresses are too complicated to recite to you. YouTube.com slash Richard Kaysen. I'm up to 101 subscribers on my YouTube page. So why don't you become the latest when it's free? Unlike the Dollar Club, but it's virtually free when you join the Dollar Club for just $1 per month at patreon.com slash Richard Kaysen. Now, the reason that this whole Giuliani home and office raid is a crock and a double standard is quite simple is because Biden ordered it to happen in retaliation for the FBI 
I, I think they were investigating Hunter. I heard they were, but now they're not. Maybe that stopped. But, you know, young, dumb Hunter Biden saying that, I don't know if that laptop's mine or not. He shows up at the place that's got all of this incriminating stuff on it. Real incriminate, actual, tangible, incriminating material that the media doesn't want to go anywhere near because that would blow their narrative. So they don't. And then to push a book, he's going on CBS this morning. I honestly don't know if that laptop's mine. I don't know. FBI is hands off of it. They don't want to go near it. They don't want to investigate it. But now Biden is, well, go after Giuliani because, among other things, prosecutors have examined uh, Mr. Giuliani's potential business deal. Not even whether they happened or not. Just, well, he may have had. And this is another thing, okay? What is this anti-Russia, anti-Eastern European Jones that the Democrats have? That sounds a little xenophobic to me. What's that R word that they would say? That's racist. You can do business. You can have relations with any country in the world, but Russia and the Ukraine, for some reason, the only reason they picked them out as an enemy is because time and again, Biden, Clinton, Obama have all proven themselves to have their own business connections to these countries, which in and of itself is not illegal, but it is the gains that they're trying to obtain and the means by which they're obtaining them that is illegal or not. If you're a private citizen and you're doing legitimate business with foreign country where no one's getting killed, no one's getting uh, hurt or or messed over on money or whatever, fine. Rarely, if ever, is that the case when it comes to the Democrats and their and their foreign influences. Now, of course, it is a federal crime to try to influence or lobby the United States government at the request or direction of a foreign official. Hey, is it a federal crime to steal an election? Isn't treason federal crime? Last I checked, they were. So, yeah, Giuliani got raided. Uh, do we... I meant to play some Giuliani audio. Giuliani audio. Let's just see if uh, this sheds any light on anything with the uh, couple of months. Federal investigators have. searched the home and the office of, of Rudy Giuliani as part of an investigation. Uh, Much of this is in 2017, and it's a matter of public record that he was brainstorming with people like Comey about how to get Mike Flynn, how to prosecute Mike Flynn. Here's that record. Vice President Biden suggested prosecuting the guy on the Logan Act. Joe Biden knows how to roll up his sleeves and get involved. But in this case, perhaps he didn't have to. Maybe the system is taking care of it all on its own. You know, if you're a lawyer for Donald Trump, <laughs> you might be a marked man. Take a look at this. Just about every one of Donald Trump's lawyers has been given a very hard time by the federal government. Most recently, yeah, they, Rudy Giuliani, his apartment. They his turned Cohen into a eunuch pretty by quick. The federal government. FBI agents, uh, FBI agents showed up. 
confiscated his uh, electronical gear. Mr. Mayor, welcome back to uh, Newsmax. How are you? Sorry this happened, by the way. Well, I'm sorry it happened, too, but I'm sorry for myself, but I'm actually much more worried for my country because if this can happen to me and, in effect, to the president of the United States, a former president, it can happen to anybody. I mean, the documents they seized, easily half of them involved my representation of the president of the United States as a lawyer. And when I was a prosecutor, when we used to obey the Constitution, you would <laughs> never do this. You, I mean, they were... Remember, before they even did this, I found out yesterday in, in, in uh, 2019, they uh, invaded my iCloud account and took every record out for nine months. Those are the nine months I represented Donald Trump. Not about wow. me. It was about Donald Trump. You know, Those are the bastards. nine months that I was his lawyer. Yeah, I've, I've never heard of that, Greg. I've never, I've never heard of someone blatantly violating the attorney-client privilege that way. And uh, basically, what they did when they took all my documents from the iCloud. They admitted that there was attorney-client privileged information there, and they decided on their own what they would uh, use and what they wouldn't use. First of all, it meant they read all of it, including secret communications between lawyer and client, and then they decided if they were privileged. Now, how do they know if they're privileged? They didn't ask me. They didn't ask President Trump. I mean, if they did this to an ordinary citizen, They'd be fired, disbarred, and thrown in jail. Well, it is wild, sir. It's Richard Kaysen, and we're on 1240 KFMO every Sunday night at 9. But what if you miss something? Maybe the entire first hour. Maybe the entire show. No worries. For one American dollar a month, you'll never miss the Richard Kaysen Radio Network again. Join the Dollar Club at patreon.com slash Richard Kaysen. Yeah, the first hour's free on Apple and Spotify. Yeah, here's a legacy you can be proud of. We're always being harped at the... We got to have a conversation about race in America. Well, we will be getting to that conversation in the second hour of the Richard Case and Radio Network. And as usual, many of you will probably not like it. What can I tell you? So, a few minutes ago, official Richard Case and Radio Network producer Jared J.Y. Young, he revealed that he got his COVID vaccine a few days ago and that he is going to be doubly protected and fully vaccinated, which means in theory now, if you're fully vaccinated, they shouldn't be masculine him or his family anywhere else he goes. He is protected. I assume, I mean, surely the baby is not being vaccinated. Okay. But and I, I assume his, uh, his girlfriend, significant other, they're being vaccinated. So they're going to be fully vaccinated. Don't hassle anybody. What is that going to be what it takes? We all wear a badge or an armband that says we've been vaccinated? Huh, a badge or an armband to identify people. Now, where have we seen that before? I hope it works out. I hope it does what it says it's supposed to do. 
This was sent to me. This is from Dr. J. Bart Klassen, MD, from Klassen Immunotherapies, Incorporated, Manchester, Maryland. He wrote this on January 18th, 2021. And this is a three-page paper. I won't get to all the details, but I can read the abstract to you. Development of new vaccine technology has been plagued with problems in the past. The current RNA-based SARS-CoVT, there's a COVID or a, a stutter vaccine for you. I don't Julie even know Biden's what I'm talking about. Was stuttering. He came of age in a, another time in which people disorders that's how you bail out of a bit and start again development of new vaccine technology has been plagued with problems in the past the current rna based sars cov2 vaccines were approved in the u.s using an emergency order without extensive long-term safety testing in this paper the pfizer covid19 vaccine uh oh, that just raised a big eyeball with Jared. Was evaluated for the potential to induce prion based disease in vaccine recipients. The RNA sequence of the vaccine, as well as the spike protein target interaction, were analyzed for the potential to convert intracellular RNA binding proteins, TAR DNA binding protein, TDP43, and fused in sarcoma, FUS, into their pathologic prion conformations that is one take and we will be right back <laughs> 